This is episode 82 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Next to physical survival, the greatest need of a human being is psychological survival, to be understood, to be affirmed, to be validated, to be appreciated. That's by Stephen R. Covey from the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It introduces our next habit, habit five, seek first to understand and then be understood. And that is the topic of this episode. So let's get into it. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. I know you have lots of choices of things to do right this moment, and you're putting your headphones in and choosing to listen to the focused mindset. And this is going to be a topic that you're so glad you listen to. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. This is habit five. And this is the habit that impacts me more than anything. Why? Because it's the one that I need the most to work on. The things that ring true to me are usually the things that I've worked on and listening and communication is something that has been a big part of my life that I look to perfect. Now, as you know, as a school counselor, that's a huge part of my job. But doing that in your personal life takes an extra special effort. When you have an emotional connection with the people that you're with, it's a whole new situation because you get ahead of yourself. You just want to, you already know what they're going to say usually and you, your listening and your communication just gets lost in the shuffle, especially if emotions are involved. And that is why this is my favorite habit to work on. You'll hear me say in my conversation with Dr. Trevor Dietrich in a little bit that this is my favorite one. I love this. And it's true. When I'm counseling with a child, I feel like listening to understand. I feel like I'm in my sweet spot when I'm really gleaning what they're uh, coming in. There's really a magical moment when you step into another person's worldview. When you really are beginning to understand where they're coming from, it's almost like a veil is lifted, the light shines in, and you begin to see things in a completely different way. It's one thing that I truly love about counseling is because you're listening to that person to truly understand them. But that's not the only reason why I told him that it's my favorite one. It's my favorite one because it's the one I spend the most time working on. It's not so easy in every given situation. You know that I wrote the course 
Conversations That Empower. And a large part of that course focuses on some of the skill involved in listening. It is a skill, but it is so much more than a skill because if we don't go into a listening situation with the true intent to understand somebody, then we're just, oh, it's almost like we're patronizing them. We're just saying a bunch of words that we've learned um, after they talk. And people can tell when you're not genuine, when, they're, when you're really just trying to go through a set of uh, standards to be able to get them to um, talk. It, it's, it's patronizing. We really have to come from a place of truly wanting to understand and in order to make an impact in our communication. And that is what this habit is all about. It's a lot deeper than just a set of skills. Now, the skills are important to practice, but we do that with the intent of being the very best communicator that we can possibly be. And you can find my course at my website, thefocusedmindset.com. And under the products section, you can get conversations that empower. Um, It's such a great value because the skills that you are able to be enlightened to the solution focused strategies of communication, you are going to be able to take it with you everywhere you go. It's going to impact the uh, just your entire conversation pattern that you'll have when you speak to your children. It will impact how they feel about you, how much they open up. Solution focused strategies go hand in hand with listening because with a solution focused mindset, you are asked to step into the person that you're talking to's worldview. You are asked to truly understand them. You know, you don't need to hear every single bit of their story to 100% understand them. Because sometimes a person isn't ready to share every single bit of their story. And to keep asking them to talk about it is invasive. But when you stop and just let them tell the part that they want to tell and then understand where they're at in an impactful way, you can move forward with your, you can move forward with your communication, um, really truly making an impact. Now I've spoke about this subject of listening many times on the podcast, and I'm just going to let you know the podcast that you can go back to because we're not going to repeat everything that's in those podcasts. But if you want to do Uh, more of a deep dive into listening, into impactful listening, you want to go to episode episode 40. Episode 40 is real listening for peace in your home. Or back up to 38, when silence is loud. I address it again in episode 35, communication that creates connection. And way back in episode five, listen Your kids are saying more than it seems. I would highly recommend all four of those episodes to be able to understand different facets of listening and communication. But the most impactful thing about this particular book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, is when the author speaks about psychological air. Psychological air in that you breathe. I mean, we know that the air that we breathe keeps us alive. Obviously, without air, we would die. We would drown. Well, if we choose to talk, 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 and not take the time to listen, it's as if we're drowning the person that's sitting in front of us. They're suffocating without any psychological air of their own. And they just feel so 
constrained in the relationship. They don't want to feel that way. They want to be understood. They want you to hear them. They want you so desperately to understand them. That does not mean that they have the skill to be able to figure out how to say exactly what they need to say. And it certainly doesn't mean that they have the wherewithal to interrupt you if you continue to go on rants all the time, every single time you talk. It is that important that you choose to understand people when they are talking to you. In order to understand them, you got to close your mouth, you got to open your ears, and you've got to really, really listen to the person that's in front of you, or you're suffocating them. They need psychological air. I know this concept of um, them being heard is like psychological air to them has completely changed my relationships when I think about it. When I listen to my daughter and I think, oh, she needs psychological air right now, it automatically quiets my brain. It automatically allows me to stop thinking about the next thing that I feel like saying and truly diving in to her and where she's at and what I need to hear from her heart. So as we listen to Dr. Trevor Dietrich, think about this concept of how can you give psychological air in the communication that you're in, in the next important conversation you have, or even a non-important conversation. When someone's sharing, if you want them to share more with you, and if you want them to feel connected to you, they need to feel heard. And more than that, they need to feel understood. And remember, it's a balance between the skill of what you might say in a, a highly effective conversation and the, um, and, and the place you are in your heart of wanting to understand. You have to want to be there, not just go through a list of skills that helps you be a better listener. So let's listen in on what Trevor Dietrich has to say, and then we'll circle back and see how that works in a solution-focused approach to life. Habit five, then, which is the habit of empathic listening is seek first to understand, then to be understood, right? Empathic listening is a... What's that? That's my favorite one. I love this one. Well, you're a a counselor. You're a good listener. In counseling, though, you to dig into that with a student is... It's, it's just my sweet spot right there. <laughs> well, look, maybe you can speak to it then because this is the one I struggle with. Uh, too often I have people, you know, as a principal of an elementary school, I, you know, people come across uh, my desk with, with needs all the time. And I listen w- almost with the intent to reply. Mm. I, I, you know, you might come to me, Cheryl, with, it, with an issue. I, a few sentences into what you're saying, I pretty much have, I know what you're going to say. I have the issue. And now even though you're still talking, I'm formulating my response. And immediately by doing so, I've lost an opportunity to understand where you're coming from, to understand the emotion behind it, the connectedness that you might have to a particular issue, um, because I'm not seeking first to understand. I don't need to reply. I don't need to come up with the right answer. Uh, I just need to be in the moment. I need to be present with you so that you can share exactly what it is. Now, at the end of that, I can, I can then respectfully be understood. It's, it is a two-part habit right? Seek first, but then to be understood. You still get to be understood. You're, it's not about losing your voice entirely. It's just that our relationships with other people can be so much more powerful if we take a second to listen empathically, uh, trying to put ourselves in their shoes to understand. Sometimes people just want to be heard. There's not, they don't even want a solution. They don't even want you to respond. Just listen to me. Hear me out. And parents, this is a tough one. 
we might catch our kids doing some, breaking one of our family rules or whatever it is, and we're going to come down and we're going to punish them. And that and that's what's important right now, right? And the kids are just trying to talk. Shut your mouth! You know, this is the time type of response that we might give. Sometimes we we need to take the time to listen to our children, even though they're children, right? Maybe maybe something happened at school that, that day that has completely thrown them off, and and they're in, in an emotional state that caused them to lash out. Maybe maybe there's been ongoing issues. Maybe they're being bullied at school. Maybe they've had a, a relationship breakup or something going on. If we don't take a minute to understand our kids, why should they take a minute to understand us? Thank you, Trevor Dietrich. And we do want our children to understand us and our family members to understand us. We don't only want to uh, seek to understand and then it stops there. But we'll never get to the point where they'll be open to understanding our point of view if they don't first feel understood themselves. So when it is, when is it, is the question, when is it our turn then to talk? When is it our turn to go ahead and share what has been on our mind, our knowledge, our wisdom? Is there ever a space for that? Yes, there definitely is. This is a two-part uh, habit, like Trevor just said. Seek first to understand and then be understood. But have you ever considered that we are still listening, even when we're talking, when we're sharing our point of view, we're listening by watching their body language. Are they taking in what you're saying? Are they glazed over? Are they engaged in the conversation? Are they beginning to feel tense, tuning out? There are ways that you can listen while you're actually communicating to make sure that you're still in that state of empathic communication. And, um, and you can kind of look at it like a stoplight. If you have a red light, then you know that you need to back up and begin listening again. When do you know that? Well, if you're in the middle of sharing and, uh, and you've already gone through the stages of where you guys are on the same page and then um, you're sharing your opinion and emotions begin to get high, you see the body language, they're shifting in their chair, maybe they're beginning to be like, oh, this is what you always say, interrupting you, the emotion is high. That's when you need to stop and back up and choose to start your empathic listening. Empathic listening means that you're using the skills of repeating back to them what they're saying so they feel understood and the skill of rephrasing the question they're having and making sure that they are, you guys are both on the same page. You also need to watch if you feel that uh, they begin to interrupt you and, and, and instead of becoming uh, in upset by that and being like, oh, don't interrupt me. Look at that as a sign that emotion is high. We need to step back and listen again. The other person does not feel understood. So sometimes we just need to slow down. Sometimes we're kind of watching the person and we kind of need to slow our role and we're talking too fast. We're talking too much. And then other times we have the green light. When you have a green light to share, to be understood, this means that you guys are both in a mutual situation. The conversation is casual. It's calm. They're engaged. They're leaning forward. Their body language shows that they're into what you're saying and they're interested. They want to hear more. You know for sure that you're in that place when they straight up ask for your counselor or your, 
your their your counsel or your advice like they just say well what do you think well what have you ever experienced like this where are you at in this situation that's a green light go ahead and share and don't take advantage of that to then just completely stop your communication because that's i think part of this whole circle of communication is that it doesn't just stop at one certain point. If you're having a relationship with someone, then you're empathically communicating with them. You want to watch where they're at. You want to make sure that there's plenty of back and forth. They feel heard, then you feel heard. And you can stop and ask a question like, okay, would you like to hear what I have to say on this point? Or before you go there, do you mind if I finish my thought? Or, um, I don't know, different things you can say to make sure that someone also lets you get what you have on your mind out. Uh, Maybe someone's going on and on about how they feel and they feel that they're so right. You could say something like, you could be right, but I'd like to share what I'm thinking as well. Or certain little things you can say to make them understand that you have some stuff on your mind. Anyway, the most important thing is that we care about the conversations that we're having. We care about the person that we're talking to more than we care about being right. And that can be difficult, but it's so rewarding. So as we go out today, I want you to slide down and look at the show notes to get some really important links. You know, I always leave those links for you. You'll see the link for my affiliate partner, The Big Life Journal. They are absolutely pros over at the Big Life Journal at how to teach children to be understanding, caring, resilient, all with the communication that uh, is in the same type of things that you were learning right here in the Habits of Highly Effective People. You can see them all the way through the Big Life Journal products. It also teaches them mindfulness, and that is also an important thing for us to be in the moment. So you can drop down and look at that link in the show notes, or you can go to thefocusedmindset.com, look under my products, and you will see that link there. I'm also going to leave you guys a link for you can, so you can find conversations that empower. It might be time. You might feel that it is time for you to dive into this in a brand new way and really enhance your communication skills. Conversations that empower is the tool that will help you do that. I'll leave a link in the show notes or you can go to thefocusedmindset.com on the products page. And it's time for us to get going. I bet you have thought of someone that would benefit from this. I give you full permission to share this episode Share it on your Facebook, your social media. Let's be a part of the solution to spread solution-focused approaches to life, to people that might be unaware that there is a different way that you can communicate. There is a better way to live our life than just allowing life to hit you in the face. We can take it and be in control of our very next move in order to be our best self. So make today amazing and until next time, keep in touch and take care.